Welcome back to the Daily Tech Start, where I share my experience working at a tech startup and the lessons I learn along the way. I'm Tony, and this is episode 21. So it's Sunday evening in London at the time of recording this. Um, we've actually had two straight weeks of about 30 degrees Celsius here, and it's been a little wild. Um, England beat Sweden in the World Cup yesterday, and the country went absolutely bonkers. Um, it actually got very emotional. Uh, and why, you ask? Well, because it's the first time since 1990, um, that's a long time ago, that England has reached the semi-finals of the World Cup. And as you can imagine, they're already seeing themselves bringing it home as they are chanting in the streets. Um, on a personal level, last week we got our US entry application accepted, which is really excited. We got a date in the diary for our meeting at the US Embassy. My husband left this morning to San Francisco. The dog left last, um, no, this Saturday morning uh, for his or her doggy retreat. Um, and I'm actually leaving for Los Angeles tomorrow morning. And I'll be joining my husband next Friday evening in San Francisco. We're planning on going apartment hunting. So needless to say, this week has been a little bit hectic, but all very good. And so I thought I needed a little bit of a break this morning um, from all the wildness of last week. And I decided to rewatch Martin Garrix's YouTube show uh, called The Martin Garrix Show and ended up binge watching the whole thing. Um, I think there's only two seasons. The episodes are pretty short between, I think, between eight and 15 minutes, maybe. Um, and it's such a great show. It's beautifully put together. I actually personally love his work and I love his music. So I have a blast and I really enjoy watching it. Uh, and I have to say it makes me happy every single time I watch it. And as a result of watching it, there's a few things that stood out. So I thought I'd share those things with you. And I invite you to go and watch the YouTube show if you haven't already. Um, and if you know me, you know I probably cry pretty easily, both for the good, the bad and actually anything in between. And as I was re-watching the Martin Garrix show for the second time, I found myself having plenty of goosebumps. I found myself like having, holding back tears in my eyes, way more than usual, actually. Scrap that. It was way more than is appropriate for a YouTube show, even by my standards. And I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. But by season two, I realized that it was because of how happy he seemed doing the thing that he loved and the thing that he's absolutely incredible at and clearly the thing that he's meant to do. But also because ever since I discovered his music, he has undeniably made me smile, made me happy when you put it on. There is that power in music of, depending on the mood you're at, depending on the project you're working on, you need a certain track list, you need a certain beat. Um, his music, anytime it comes on, it just, I have a bounce in my step. And, and I think that's the thing that he says. He, that's the thing that he wants. He wants to see people engage with his music and he wants to see people happy. happy. And the kind of happiness that Martin exudes in his show and, and at his shows um, is very contagious. And although in general I'm a pretty happy person, I still don't think, and this is what I've been thinking about all day, I still don't think I've found the path that would make me this happy, as happy as this kid or young man is doing the thing that he loves and is very good at. And quite frankly, he puts the bar pretty high. Um, I'm extremely happy in my relationship. We just got married recently. We've been together 12 years. I love the job that I do. I've been very grateful in all the different opportunities and jobs I've had in the last 10 years. But I'm also a very creative person. And I started my blog, what was it, 10 years ago. I stopped it after seven years because it just wasn't, you know, doing it for me anymore. Um, I started the podcast, which I'm absolutely loving. And I can't believe I'm at episode 21 already. Um, I've started going back to the gym, which is really, really helping me. 
uh, we're thinking about the next steps in sort of our family life and what that looks like. Um, but because I'm such a creative person, and I mean really creative, whether it's musically, I'm a terrible, terrible um, musician, just to say that. I used to do ballet dancing a lot. I used to do trapeze. I think I miss that and I really need to dig into that stuff because that's the kind of work that makes incredibly happy. Although I have to say I get very creative in the tech job and the startup world that I have. Um, but it's a different type of creativity. You tap a different side of your brain and I think that's the thing that I'm missing and I'm definitely on that quest for the next, at least for the foreseeable future of this year to figure out what it is that are, that's missing that can make me that happy. So let me take one step back because I hear you already. A, who the hell is Martin Garrix? And two, what, what does this have to do with technology and startups? For the former, it's pretty easy, although I can't help you um, because you've clearly been living under a rock if you don't know who Martin, Martin Garrix is. Um, Martin Garrix is a Dutch DJ and rec record producer. Um, he's actually only 22 years old this year, which is, which is wild when you look at his achievements in the, 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 the three or four past years. He was ranked number one in DJ Mag's top 100 DJ list for 2016 and 2017 consecutively. Um, and Mar Martin Garrix gained fame through um, his solo release, Animals, which is absolutely an epic song. And he released this back in 2013. Um, and the song became a hit on a great, in a great number of countries across Europe. And it really allowed him to become, this is the song that allowed him to become the youngest person to reach number one on Beatport. And for the latter part, um, here's what I think it has to do with technology and in tech startups. He's clearly an entrepreneur. He's clearly put in the work. He clearly started as a one-man band. He built up a brand, the recognition for himself. So he, for me, he went in with that entrepreneurial mindset. And it looks like the crew he has and the team he has around him went very much in, in that same wave. Um, he is one of the perfect examples of how today's tech allows you to work in a studio, but also work on the go. So really, he, he, he really proves, like many, I think, artists today, that all you need is a laptop to get the job done, whether you're on a plane, on a car, on a bus, you can get the work done. Um, thirdly, he often shares that when he first started, he sent his tracks to Tiesto, who's another very, very well-known DJ, whom he didn't know at the time, and he took a chance. He wanted to stand out, and he was ballsy enough and smart enough, I think, to reach out to people he admired and asked for help. And I think that's very much in an entrepreneurial mindset, is you don't get anywhere without asking for help and, and putting yourself out there, and that's extremely scary at first for most people and I know this is something that I've struggled with a lot of, of asking help from people um, and I'm still trying to figure that one out. He also actually expressed um, an interest in becoming a DJ after seeing Tiesto perform at um, the Summer Olympics opening ceremony in Athens and apparently he took particular inspiration from one of his tracks prompting him to download um, a specialist software which is called FL Studio which I knew nothing about but what I found fascinating when he shares this is really all you need to get started is someone to inspire you some kind of inspiration um, motivation to get it done the belief that you can do and you've got something to offer and just downloading or, or, or grabbing the tools the software the time the people you need to get it done um, and then, of course, you need a shit ton of hard work, which I think he's proved over the last couple of years. Um, to get himself known, I think he figured out that, you know, not pairing up with a mentor, that's the wrong analogy, but knowing that he could learn from other people around him. And I think that's pretty, pretty, 
a pretty solid move in this world um, to have a look at who else is, who are your idols, who are the people who've done it, who are the people you look up to and say, I want to do what you're doing for the rest of my life. And I think, you know, again, he did that very clearly with Tiesto and it looks like he's surrounding himself with a lot of bright, bright, talented people out there. Um, as I mentioned, he has his own YouTube show, The, the Martin Garrix Show, um, which gives his fans really a sneak peek into his life on the road. Uh, you know, a sneak peek behind the backstage of how it all happens. And like most entrepreneurs, I think he, him and his team really have understood the importance of branding and being present on all the different channels and offering great content. Um, it looks like he gets over a million views on each, you know, eight to 10, 15 minute um, long segments. Um and then he's got a great photographer that goes with him on tour that takes incredible pictures. He uploads those on, on, on Instagram. He puts the videos. He tweets with his fans. He engages with them. He gets it. He gets that level of engagement and he gets the type of content. Well, I'd say him and his team get the type of content that people are expecting from him on these different channels. He also understands the different audience he has on these different channels as well. And there's no doubt great content is key and he knows this. Um, he does this with his Spotify list as well, uh, which, which, are, which are fun to, to download and to watch. So the content piece so it is pretty key for him as well, obviously, as, as he's in that space. But what I find fascinating is that he clearly is, you know, in today's world, also an entrepreneur, maybe not your average or normal tech startup entrepreneur that you would think about. But, you know, this guy's 22 and has really climbed the ranks. And I think he's done it by being creative, by having the great team around him and by, by thinking like an entrepreneur. So on, on that note, I thought I'd share, you know, an additional few things that I learned from watching the show. Some of these are, you know, pretty basic. Some of these we know already. Um, I probably mentioned a few of these already on the show. But again, I just thought it was useful and it was interesting to have a look at someone who's a little outside of the tech space or who doesn't probably doesn't see himself as a tech entrepreneur. Um, as you know, I'm a big believer in the spillover effect. I'm a big believer in what are the things that we can learn from, from one part of life or someone who's in a different, completely different world than we are and how can we apply it to ours. So here's the list of things that I learned watching from his show, things that I already knew about, things that I probably knew but forgot or new things that I thought I really want to attempt and hence wanted to share with you guys. Um... Think two of, so the first one is think two or five times about what you do um, or say, um, but don't overthink it. And so I found this fascinating because I'm definitely one of these people that once I have an idea and I, I know I'm going to make the right decision, I just run with it. I don't overthink, um, but I do overanalyze. Uh, and I think I want to try and switch this. And I think overanalyzing is not a bad thing. Um, until it sort of stops you in your tracks and you you see and I found myself on numerous occasions in the shower in the morning overthinking something I said over analyzing something that I did and wondering if it was the right choice and I need to snap out of those moments um, unless I thought it was a terrible idea just go back and apologize or change it but I like this idea of really thinking about two two to five times before you do or say anything the reason he said this in his show is because you know everything lives forever today everything's on the internet and he doesn't want to disappoint and he doesn't want to be perceived in a certain way which I think is a great way to think about this um Secondly, if you're happy and you're a decent human being, people will root for you to be a success. It's just that plain simple, that that positive spirit really is everything and, and is attractive and attracts people to want to root for you. And I think everyone who speaks on, on the YouTube show about him mentions that positive spirit, mentions that willingness of people wanting to root for him because he doesn't seem to have a bad bone in his body. Um, 
I love this one. I think we all know it, but it's so good and so worth repeating just to work twice as hard as the next guy, the next woman, because he or she just wants it as bad as you. So you're going to have to be willing to work twice, three times, four times as hard. And if you have a team that surrounds you, work harder than they do. Don't work just as much and don't work less. Like That's how you set the standards um, for the people around you. If you fuck up, um, we all do. We, we all make mistakes. We all learn as we're doing. We all learn as we're doing, especially in the tech startup world. Just apologize, um, but stand your ground as well if you firmly believe that what you did was for the right reason. Explain you know, the context behind the thing that you did, um, but don't be afraid to apologize and admit when you might have done something wrong. Um, Surround yourself, and this is so true um, with Martin Garrix when you watch him, surround yourself carefully and, and only with the best people, the people who want the best for you. And I think it, you have to be in this world if you want to succeed. It's also about the people that you have around you. Um, so, you know, very much tied and linked to that. A great team is key. You very rarely do amazing things and go anywhere on your own. Um, so surround yourself with these people who are strong probably in the areas that you aren't. Figure out what you're best at and figure out where you need help and surround yourself with those people who can add that additional value. And I love this one. He talks about, him and his team actually talk about how putting the shows that he puts on, whether it's at Ultra Miami, whether it's at Coachella, they're putting such big projects together. And I think this is very true. It's like a puzzle. Um, and there are so many moving parts. There are so many things that you that you can't foresee for, so many things that you just don't control. Um, and all of this is trial, trial sorry, and error until you actually get it. So you generally know it's right when all the pieces of the puzzle somehow fall into place, but they don't fall into place, you know, out of thin air. They fall into place because you've tried a variety of different things. And when you see it fall into place and you know that it's right, you know you've achieved the thing. So I think not being scared of seeing a giant puzzle in front of you and knowing that the way you get that is trial and error. Solicit feedback always. I love this. Apparently, he every time he finishes a track, he runs around and he asks people for advice and he shares it. And this is both part because he's very excited about the thing that he's just gone and created and he's very proud about it. But he's also not scared of soliciting the feedback and help. And it sounds like he's got a really good relationship and a trusting relationship with the people around him that he knows that they're going to give him the feedback that he needs to make that thing and take it to the next level. Or you know, do those small tweaks and changes. So soliciting the feedback, I think, is extremely crucial. And as I spoke in um, in episode 19 and 20, you know, especially for women, like soliciting that feedback is, is just something we have to force ourselves to do because men are naturally not going to give it to you for all the reasons. Um, if you're interested in that, definitely check out episode 19. Um, Taking chances on people always pays off, and I love this one. Um, a lot of his team are either doing this for the first time or they're in the early stages of his career, and it's clear that he trusts the people he's surrounded himself with, but it's also clear that he's not hiring or giving people a job based on the long track record, based on a CV, but it's based on the trust that he has for them, and he sees the love for their work, and he's willing to take a chance, and it clearly is paying off for his for him like just check out the shows that he puts on and the visuals he has out there and the music he delivers and it's just so spectacular um we all know this i know this but i think it's worth repeating being nervous is good um you've worked on something and you've given it your all whether it's a project whether it's a company whether it's a show like he has or a song whatever it is sharing it with others is extremely scary but also those nerves are the nerves that keep you on your toes um, that make sure that you give it your all. Um, these are the nerves that are going to push you further uh, than you've ever been. Um, 
and you know very much tied to that is this concept of always striving to do better and to be better and to want more and I think that's a good thing uh, it's not about setting the bar so high that you can't achieve it but it's just moving it gradually and knowing that you can do better and surpassing what you've done previously um, and very again tied to that like this feeling of enjoying being surrounded by people who are better than you there's so much to learn um, from people who came before you who've been successful in their industry in their field um, so I think that it takes a special kind of person to feel comfortable um, being surrounded people who are you know two times five times ten times better than you are and it's very aspirational um, there's a saying that there's two types of people and it's neither good nor bad I think it just depends on who you are but there are people who want to be big fishes in a small pond and there are people who want to be a small fish in a giant pond and there are very few people who will be a very big fish in a very big pond so it's up to you to figure out what type of person um, are you and, fig and, and figure out what's the best fit and the best context and the best place for you as a result of that Age is just a number. I absolutely love this one. Uh, and this is more that I'm more relentless about now more than ever as I've hit um, 33 years old. It really is. I feel younger. I feel um, more exhilarated with life today than I was probably five years ago. Um, another one very much tied to that as you get older as well and as you travel a lot and as your schedules get crazy when you're setting up a business or you're trying on a new project sleep whenever and wherever you can power naps are a thing and if you get good at them they're really going to be beneficial down down the line and it's very it was very funny to see footages of Martin Garrix you know sleeping on a couch in the middle of you know rehearsals for the show um just you know take some earplugs wherever you go and just figure out how you can nap have fun while you're doing all of this I mean this one you know started this whole um, episode for me and me re-watching two, two seasons of his show. It's exhilarating to watch someone who's extremely happy doing the thing that they do. You want that. You want to work with people like that. So I just think if you're not happy doing the thing you are, figure out if you're not happy for other reasons or if the thing that you're doing is not making you happy and then switch and find the thing that is making you happy and have fun with it. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be an and or situation with being serious and stressful and, and, and taking things in life and the project you're doing seriously versus having fun with it. Um, the two last ones are really important. Be thankful and humble. Um, those are two, two traits that really, really never get old and never go out of style. Um, it's incredible to see someone in that space, a leader in that space not prop himself up and, and say that he did it thanks to a team. It was a team effort. Look at the team that I had behind me. He talks a lot about the team that he has clearly great respect for. Um, and finally, maybe the hardest one for me to take on, but clearly seems to be working for Montaigne, um, the power of hugs. I don't think I've ever seen anyone give and receive as many hugs as this guy does. And as, mo as most Brits, I'm absolutely terrible with displaying this kind of PDA and affection. Um, my team in the UK who are non-Brits have definitely tried for a long time and I'm getting better at it. But it's something that stood out for me and, you know, hugging someone, that, that, that power that you get, the smiles that you get, the, the relief that you probably get of feeling someone in it with you um, was pretty powerful. And that's something that, that, I don't know, that's been sitting in my head for a while um, and probably the one to take away from this. It definitely has nothing to do with technology, um, but the hugging piece is, is pretty cool. So there you go. I, I thought I'd share with you um, the stuff that I that I took away from watching his shows. You, you'll probably see a, a, a trait now with me that anytime I read a book, anytime I watch a film or watch a TV series over and over again, I tend to take notes. I tend to look at it from a different angle because I think these are 
there's something so powerful uh, and great to share. Um, like I've discovered books that I would never normally read because someone quoted it or someone shared a snippet from it. So this is the thing that I really want to start delivering more on this show. And on that note, I hope you have a great start to the week. <laughs>